Beholding in Nefesh Chaim, Shagimel Perik Beis, continuing with the explanation of the word Makoim. And Hashem is Makoimoy Shalaylam, and we learned that the simple explanation is that He upholds the world, and the deeper explanation is that not only does He uphold the world, but just like a Mokim, a space for something, if you would pull away the space, the thing itself would cease to exist. So too, the world, and all of the world, and the worlds, and the Ruchnius, and the Gashmius, and everything would cease to exist if Hashem would pull Himself out of that space, even for a moment. Because, like we've learned many times, that Hashem is Mechadish B'chol Yom Toh And what we're discussing here now is the fact that we cannot fully comprehend this. Which is something to think about, because we say it all the time. We say it in davening, and we know, since we're bardas, that this is the fact. If you ask any from Yid, how does the Ebrister give life to the world? He's mechadish b'cholim to and he keeps the world going every single second. But what's not always obvious is the way that this is really so far from our understanding and our experience which in general is something that's always good to point out when that is there. It means whenever you have this huge spread between experience and what we know as fact, it's very important to point it out because on the one hand we can say the Ebishter is mechadish b'cholim to and ain't oid mulvadi and Hashem is everything. And on the other hand, since we don't experience that at all, it's very hard to incorporate it into our everyday life. So it's sort of like a knowledge that we ignore in all practical terms because we can't experience at all. So when we do what the Nefesh HaChayim is doing, which is pointing out that it's impossible to fully experience it, we're already starting to bridge the gap between those two things. Because since we know that, we, since we know that we're handicapped in experiencing this, now we can work towards somewhat experiencing it. Rather, accepting, ra- ex- instead of accepting it as a fact and saying it over as a fact without having any experience. So then you have this huge spread between your emotion and your experience and your knowledge. So the Nefesh Chaim continues, and in the second Haggah of the Perik, to point out another thing that we can learn from the choice of Chazal to use the word Mokon. And that, that is that just like on a Mokon, you can put many things and two things are important to note when you put things on a place for example if you're putting different kalim on a table so there's two things to note first of all the table doesn't change as long as the table's strong enough to hold those things and it's not groaning under their weight the table has no change it doesn't affect the table whatsoever whatever you put on the table and also the table doesn't really have a yachas to the things that are being put on it there's no relevance to the table what you put on the table. You could put on the table roses, and you could put on the table svarim, and you could put on the table dvarim tmeim, and the table doesn't care what you're putting on it. And the way that Hashem upholds the world in the mushal of Mokim works in that same way. Now, first of all, there's no shinui in Hashem. Pasuk says, I'm Hashem, I didn't change. Meaning, even though he himself is the upholder and the giver of life to all of the worlds. And not only that, but there's no real true existence outside of him. So everything exists only because of him and is a piece of him and a chalik of him. Still, somehow, I didn't change. It means that's the mushal of the mokum. 
it doesn't change Hashem in His essence at all, the fact that there's a creation of the world that only exists from Him. And there's nothing outside of Him, but that still doesn't change Him. Usually if you would say there's nothing outside of Him, then everything is a part of Him. And if everything is a part of Hashem, and now there are things that didn't previously exist, so now there was a change in Hashem, no, it doesn't change. Hashem does not change, even though there are many, many things that He created. And not only that, the things that He created don't make a difference. They don't make a difference to the table, and they can be many different things. You can have the fact that Hashem created the holiest of holy things, and you could have the fact that Hashem created Tvarim Tmeim, and the Yetzahara, and the Sitra and all of these things are creations that come from Hashem, because there's no such a thing as a Metzias in the world outside of Hashem, so somehow they came from Him, but they don't, they, it doesn't make a difference. They all exist from Him. So you can have things which are really opposites that can exist from the same thing. That's the muscle of Mokum. You could have a table and you could have opposites on the table. It doesn't affect the table. The table is not bound to only one type of thing. And also, it doesn't change the table. And the Avayi it doesn't change. So you could have these pleas. You could have these wonders. These things which really, intellectually, we would say that they don't make sense. And they happen when Hashem creates the world. And that is what's told to us by the Madriga of Mokum. And that's why... The Pasik says, Hine mokum iti. My mokum is with me. Because only Hashem, with me means inside of Hashem, and only Hashem can grasp this pleadic, wondrous concept of mokum. And the Nefesh again brings the Pasik that we brought in the end of the last Haggah, yoda es Hashem knows his place. That means only Hashem can understand this side of mokum.